Hi, I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants. A show for the cool nerd in you. We're back from vacation. Vacation was great. Vacation for one of us. Listen, Ivana, you and I both took a break. We decided, we made the decision, and now we're back together. How was your vacation? It was great. Uh, Saw a beautiful snapping turtle about five feet from my face. Did the turtle snap at you? No, but it was terrifying and I got out of the lake. (laughs) (laughs) There was a crazy crone lady who lived next door to our cottage. Wait, what's a crone? Crone is like, you're not yet a witch, but you could be. Oh, I've never heard that word before. She was the worst. She called the cops on us three times because we were returning a, not a snapping turtle, a box turtle to the swamp by her house. And then she called the cops because the kids were being too loud in the lake. And then she called the cops because the dog that we had was barking, but we didn't have a dog. So she was crazy pants. That is pretty crazy pants. Yeah. I find like there's always people that are crazy at cottages. We have an annual cottage weekend, which you are invited to, but you will not be going to this year. I have a wedding and you have a wedding too. Aren't you coming? We can't because we've hosted this cottage weekend for eight years now. So I'm to understand that the wedding, that the only other person that I knew at the wedding is you and you're not coming to the wedding. Can't. And she's one of our biggest listeners. I know I love her so much and it kills me that we can't go but it's difficult because when you host something that every year is on the same date how are you supposed to tell people not to go I don't know Christina we're really really sorry that Ivana won't be there I'm so heartbroken make sure to send us an email about what you really could do if you were in this situation and we'll read it next time yes but during during the cottage, annual cottage weekend, we always get noise complaints as well from a neighbor who wears hearing aids. So he could just as easily turn his hearing aid down. I really don't understand the problem. Or take it out. I mean, you're at the lake. What do you really need to hear? Exactly. You need to hear the sound of you flipping a book and sipping some wine? I don't think so. Ivana, I am super stoked for this week because we were going to take a break and come back with all kinds of new ideas and segments for the show. And I think we did pretty good. Yeah, we have three new segments. And don't worry, your favorite segments will come on and off every once in a while, but we're going to rotate through some things. Yeah, I think that we... I think it'll be really good for us to rotate and to just go with what is topical at the moment. I think you're right. And so should we should we like start this show? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. Here's five things that you should know from last week. Number five, there was a drug designed to boost female libido, and it actually was approved by the FDA, which means that like the pill or the the pregnancy the birth control, like the birthday... Yes, the pill, the birth control pill. (laughs) The birthday pill. Yeah, that's the one. Not the birthday pill. There's no such thing. You could take a pill every day to increase your libido. I think it's a fantastic idea. I I, kind of read the article and thought it was kind of like, I don't know, anti-feminist or like, I don't know. It felt weird. I think it's actually really great. There are lots of people out there who go through many different stages in life and you hear about it all the time. People are in long-term relationships and it's a, 
I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a classically joked about thing that females are less interested in continuing to have lots of sex the longer a relationship goes than a guy is. No, totally. I get that. Well, I guess it's for people who really want to have sex and just start feeling it. Imagine you've been married 10 years, you've got kids, you have a lot going on, you're working to, both of you are working, plus you have to clean. Like it sounds to me like a really great solution that if you're hitting one of those stale spots in a relationship, you're in charge of your own body and you're choosing to become more horny. I certainly don't think that single girls in their 20s are going to run out and take horny right, pills. because they'd just be running around like, take me, take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. With your, with your arms flailing, take me, baby. All I can picture is those 1950s movies, like, <laughs> with the girls with the, like, weirdly large bikinis, but they're still in the movie. And they're, yes, and they're, like, gyrating in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, Donald Trump is still leading the polls. Literally, this man could be your next president. Uh, he, the things that come out of his mouth, where he, you know, calls Mexicans need to go back home and like just like awful awful things awful things he is like the payback for america for all those times they made fun of us torontonians for having rob ford oh my god you're right he's like he could be their rob ford he's their rob ford he's already their rob ford in fact already he's like their rob ford on crack pun intended All right, number three, you may or may not have heard this, but Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World, he is going to be rocking Star Wars Episode Eight after J.J. Abrams. So this isn't another spinoff film. This is the next piece in the continuity of our great Star Wars empire. So I think that's kind of awesome. Why isn't J.J. doing it? J.J. only wants to do one and then focus on other things. He thinks the scale is so massive, he just wants to get one done. I don't know. This seems... I think it's fine. I mean, Colin Trevorrow knows action, and he'll bring a lot of action to the the franchise. I'm just unimpressed. Take a risk. Now you're taking the guy who directed Jurassic World, and that was a huge hit. I I feel like it's a very safe choice, and I'm not overly excited about it. I mean, the one thing that we don't want to see is more really, really highbrow government politics in our Star Wars movies. We saw that in all of the prequels and we hated it. Let's see some flair. Let's see some crazy lightsaber battles. I, I'm, I'm game. Let's see it. Number two, a space elevator with an inflatable tower has been patented in Pembroke, Ontario. It would be 20 kilometers high and deliver cargo to space. I want to know how 20 kilometers high, I can imagine it, That's like going to the lower or the upper atmosphere of the planet. Yep. How the hell does that stay up? What's hilarious about this is that my sister-in-law came up with this idea when she was a child. And she literally has like drawings and all that other stuff. And she's from Ontario. So I think this... Maybe she did it. Maybe you call her and say... (gasps) Where are you right now, and did you do this? She's kicking herself because I know she didn't do it. (laughs) And then the number one thing you should know from last week is Straight Outta Compton, the movie that is breaking box office records, can't be seen in Compton. What? 
yeah, Compton is is such a low income community that they never got a multiplex. They never got a movie theater anywhere close. They don't to them. have even like a single screen movie. They theater? got no single screens, and they can't get straight out of Compton. They got to drive to a theater uh, a little bit closer to L.A. or to, I guess Hollywood or wherever that is. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but you know what? That sounds to me. Like, if I was one of these men who are depicted in this movie, why aren't you building a theater in Compton and just giving it to them as, like, a oh, gift? If, you're super oh my rich. Gosh, yeah. I, Do it. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with you. If you're Ice Cube, you're thinking to yourself, okay... I got to go and do this for these people. This is something that needs to happen. That's marketing gold. That would have been a great idea, yeah. You I guys, agree. You great guys idea. missed out on an opportunity. Just saying. All right. This segment is him possible and her possible trivia. I'm going to ask five questions in 60 seconds to Ivana. All questions that I think a guy would get, but maybe not Ivana or any other girl. This could come off as super sexist, and if it does, I'm super sorry. Then I'm going to come at you with her possible trivia questions, and we'll see how good you are at knowing about all that female stuff. All right, here we go. Now, I feel like we need like a timer, a timer. for sure. So, All right, come at me, bro. First round, her possible trivia. I am going to start the timer after I ask you the very first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. How many urinal spaces must a man leave between another man in the bathroom when you're able? Minimum? Minimum. One. What 80s movie was Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a father to Alyssa Milano? Uh, no you idea. can say pass. Pass. What children's TV series villain is Cobra Commander? Uh, oh, 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 I know this one. Um, G.I. Joe. How many yards until first down in a football game? Isn't the first down just the first play? Nope, you can say pass. Well, no, I obviously don't know the answer. <laughs> what sport penalizes you with a red card? Oh, that's soccer. What 80s movie was Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a father to Alice, Alyssa Milano? What 80s movie was Arnold... Conan? I ran out of time! Okay, so you said one space in urinal spaces. That is totally right. All guys know this. You gotta leave a buffer. So at least one space. Uh, what 80s movie was Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a father to Alyssa Milano? Commando. I've never even heard of that movie. What children's TV series villain is Cobra Commander? You said G.I. Joe. That is correct. Woohoo! That is two rights. How many yards until a first down in a football game? It's 10 yards. It's not just the first down. I always thought downs were like the plays that you get. <laughs> and what sport penalizes you with a red card? That is soccer. So you got three out of five. That's actually really, really good. Because I quizzed uh, my girlfriend on this. Becky? Yeah, before we started. And she got like two. What? Which two? She got the urinal and uh, Cobra Commander. Hmm. So. I, I actually picked really hard questions. Okay, I'm excited. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. When you hear the bra size 36C, 
What does that mean in terms of measurements? C is the size, 36 is the diameter? The diameter of what? Of the cup. Next up, if I'm gonna put on the following makeup items, what is the correct order of operations? Concealer, blush, foundation. Uh, foundation, then blush, then concealer. What is a crimper? Uh, it makes your hair, it, it goes onto your hair so that it makes it wavy. What does Nair do? Uh, Nair removes hair. If a girl has a 28-day cycle and she's not on the pill, when is ovulation and how long does it last? Uh, it, on the tw 19th and 20th day. You're out of time. Holy crap, man. Could you read that slower? I thought I was going to run out of time. Okay, so... Uh, you were wrong on the cup size, but you were kind of right. You were going in the right direction. Uh, the cup is the size of the breast, and it's the difference between the diameter of the fullest part of the breast and below the breast, and the 36 is the diameter of the rib cage. I was totally balderdashing, so very close. Uh, in terms of order of operations, you were almost correct. It is foundation, then concealer, then blush. Okay. Crimper, totally right. Yep. And uh, the 28-day cycle, your days of ovulation would be like day 14 and 15 or 13 and 14. And did I get the Nair question right? Oh, yeah. And you totally got the Nair question right. Okay. So I lose this time because I got two and you got three. I'm going to make your questions harder. Well, I'm going to make your <laughs> questions harder. <laughs> Reddit advice. Corner. Very nice, I must say. Okay, so this week we are going to help out Takusatsu Fan. I'm so sorry. I totally butchered your name. It's a Japanese name that I'm not quite sure how to pronounce. Uh, but you're asking, can I get some study advice? And we thought, yeah, sure. Going back to school, why not? So here's his story. Or her story, maybe. I just started a doctoral program for psychiatric nurse practitioner online. I've been out of school for about three years. I remember that I am more of an interactive learner. Examples, writing my own notes from textbooks, repetitively taking practice quizzes, etc. As opposed to just reading or listening. Does anyone have some suggestions or advice on what to do to streamline my studying and test prep? Well, first off, I mean, I don't know that much about becoming a doctoral psychiatric nurse practitioner, but I imagine that there's probably a lot more paper writing and research than just tests and studying the way that you would have been used to prior to that. However... We have no idea, however. We don't really just so know. You know. I'm just going based on people I know that are in doctoral programs. They tend to be doing more like studies and theses and that kind of stuff. You're just saying the word because I screwed it up eight times and had to go back and re-edit because I can't say doctoral. He said doctoral. 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 It's like you're kind of like ESL right now. I do feel a little ESL. And you know what? This guy, it, here's the thing about this guy. Or like, girl. Or girl. Sorry. Or girl. 
you're going to be a doctor. Like, I need you to be smarter and just understand what you're doing. I, no, okay, see, I disagree. I think that... You're going to be working with people's brains. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you don't need some study advice. I often would rewrite my notes as part of my studying. So if I had an exam, I would always, when I went to class and I was listening to lectures, I would take notes as I was listening to to the lecture because either typing or writing by hand, it doesn't really matter which, I feel like the act of doing it allows that information to seep in a little bit more. Right, so because you're doing an online course though, maybe what you could do is whenever you see something that makes sense or really sticks out to you, write it down. Write down some notes based on the notes that you're reading and while you're commuting, while you're doing whatever, maybe just reiterate them to yourself. I find it also really helps to teach people things. And based on what you're describing in terms of your own learning style, I would recommend perhaps joining a group uh, as part of the online school and kind of creating a study learning session, even if it's via Skype or whatever. But I find that talking through a problem or explaining a lesson again over to someone who hasn't learned it before is a really great way to learn it yourself. Make sure that you do it because I don't want you to be my psychiatric nurse someday and you can't remember your notes. I need you to fix my brain. (laughs) Your brain does need fixing, doesn't it? Oh my God, does it ever, eh? (laughs) So I hope this helps. I hope we've given you some cool advice um, and obviously some insight into who you're dealing with. So good luck. Takatsukaka? I think it's taka takusatu. That's, yes. Yes. No, wait. It's takusatsu. Okay. You said the same thing twice. No, the first time I didn't put the S at the end. Well, put the S. It's his name, goddammit. Yeah, that's why I corrected myself. (laughs) Jeez. It's a top three turf war. I'm going to bring my top three movies in a certain genre or... Category. Category. And Ivana's going to bring her top three movies. And then we have to battle it out until we can agree... On the top three movies of that category, period. Okay, so Ivana, this week, this category, this turf war is over what? It's all about the sequel. And I literally mean the number two sequel. Why? Because Sinister 2 just came out, bitches. Bitches. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And it can be any number two movie spanning the entire time of movies. So, Ivana, number three, if you please. What is your third? My number three sequel is Evil Dead 2. Okay, didn't even hit my list. And yours? My number three is Aliens. Interesting. Yeah, James Cameron, Aliens. James Cameron might pop up more on this list. Well, let's just see. What's your number two? My number two is Batman Returns. What? You're kidding. No, I love that movie. Oh, my God. Okay, well, my number two is... Terminator 2. Your number one movie? The Godfather Part 2. My number one movie is Dark Knight. Okay, so we have none of the same movies. None of the same movies. All right, you've got to give me The Godfather Part 2 at number one, I think. Okay, so I have a little confession. Yes. This isn't going to be little. I know your confession. (laughs) I don't really... I mean, I technically have been in a room during Godfather 2 one point in my life, 
but I've never actually seen it. If The Godfather is like one of the greatest movies of all time, which it is, it's amazing, and the sequel is better than that, it totally deserves a place on this list. Is Godfather Part 2 the one with the horse head at the end? No, that's the first one, and that's like three, like a quarter into the film. Really? Have you not seen The Godfather? Maybe not. Oh my god! <laughs> really? I know! Okay, well listen, The Godfather Part 2 is staying on this list, and I think even though you haven't seen it, you would agree that The Godfather Part 2 deserves a number one spot. I will say that I will agree that Godfather Part 2 deserves a spot. I think it's to be determined where it sits. Okay. Well, I've seen all of your movies, and The Godfather Part 2 is better than all of your movies. <laughs> So, but I, but tell me why The Dark Knight is number one. Okay, Dark Knight is much better than Batman Begins. Yeah. And it is honestly one of the best movies I think that has come out in the post-2010s. Okay, but you also have Batman Returns on your list, which is definitely not better than Batman. I'd say it's equal. Are you, no way, Jack Nicholson's Joker... Is, is, is brilliant. way better than The Penguin and Michelle But The Michelle Penguin Pfeiffer. and Catwoman were amazing. And I saw that movie when I was a kid. And I, I remember just being terrified in a way that I was never terrified with plain old Batman. And so I really think that it is one of the best and most lasting movies. The vision of The Penguin, Danny DeVito with the black green blood coming out of him. It still haunts me to this day. And he was so round in those claw hands and Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman she is iconic there is okay, so, no other tell Catwoman me how, okay but Not out really. of my movies Terminator 2 and Aliens can you say that Batman Returns is better than those movies like honestly don't tell me you've never seen Terminator 2 I can't I can't I, I, are you serious I well I maybe have seen it as a kid I don't remember it oh my god okay I just don't know if I can trust your list. What do you mean? I will admit that I maybe have not really seen any of the movies on your list. Oh my god! Okay, so game over, man. Look, I no, you look, can't. Look, that look. you that doesn't suddenly it does nothing mean... for you. I get it. I get it. It means nothing. I will take Aliens off of my list to have The Godfather Part Two, which you haven't seen. In the top three, what are you taking away? You got to take something away. Well, first, let me explain why I think Evil Dead deserves to be on the list. Okay, sure. I think Evil Dead deserves to be on this list. Probably I'll take away Batman Returns in exchange for it. Okay. Uh, but why? Why does Evil Dead, it's like a remake of the first one. Exactly. That's the thing that is the most brilliant about it. There has been very few movies in time that have just remade the first movie, realizing the mistakes they made in the first movie, and then improved on it, and then became a cult classic. The filmmakers realized, oh my gosh, we made a comedy. Let's just go all in and redo the comedy and call it Evil Dead 2. And it's something that is so unique and has barely ever happened in film that I think no matter what, it deserves to be on that list. Even if it's number three. Like, I don't think it's necessarily better than anything else that we've put on the table but it deserves okay, a mention you've, okay you've given me godfather part two i'll give it to you even in the number one spot okay so number one movie is godfather part two so yeah so i will i'll take aliens out and you'll take i'll take number three you'll take spot. batman returns out yeah okay 
So what does that leave us? Terminator 2 versus Dark Knight? Terminator 2 the, versus Dark Knight for, for the spot number, two, number spot. two. Yeah. Okay, look, I love The Dark Knight. You know that I love The Dark Knight. That movie is, it's got a rewatchable factor that we talked about last episode that it's dark, it's gritty, but you can still rewatch it. But Terminator 2 is where we get all of those lines. Hasta la vista, baby. It wasn't and in the first one? No, that was the sequel. That was in the sequel. This is where we get all what of that. What about I'll this Be is, Back? That was in That both. was in the first yeah. and in the second. Um, I mean, this I is definitely where we get the see T-1000. these movies. This is where but I haven't I seen talk these about movies iconic. since I was a kid. I want to talk about iconic, though. Okay? okay? Like, bring in some iconic things. T-1000, where the T-1000 is morphing in and out of that liquid. You remember that liquid. You remember him running like a weird guy and doing that because all of pop culture has done that again and again. The Simpsons did it, for God's sakes. Family Guy's done it. The Wayne's World moment where, have you seen this boy? Like, it's just been done and done and done. Now, The Dark Knight, well, I agree, is an amazing sequel. Like, I think that Dark Knight is a better film than Terminator 2. And I have seen Terminator 2, but so long ago that I couldn't tell you specifics. Or, like, other than my memories of it, I can't really argue in detail but i've definitely watched it i've watched it more than once and but how can you not remember it i it, you've watched it more than once i know but as a kid and i like couldn't distinguish between which one was which of the three i think if you went back now and you'd never seen the dark knight and you'd never seen terminator 2 i think terminator 2 would pull ahead and i think it deserves the number you two think spot. it's a better movie than dark knight i think it is I think the CG holds up. I think it's the best in the series, which, granted, Dark Knight is the best in its series as well. But I just don't think that that superhero movie deserves to be in the... Like, like definitely sidebar for sure. Like, it's, you know, maybe a number four. But I don't... I think Terminator 2 has to be a number two. Like, is Terminator 2... Let's talk just film quality. Like, if you're... If we were Roger and Ebert... Who is Dark Knight a better film than Terminator 2? I get you win on the fact that Terminator 2 is more iconic. And I don't know that being a better film alone means that it wins the list. But I'm saying, is it a better film? Because to my memory, it's a better film. It's more complex. The writing it's, is there. It's the fucking, character development. It's better than Evil Dead 2. It is better than Evil Dead 2. And Evil Dead 2 has a spot on the list. I gave you that spot. But if you're going to go there, yeah. I I mean, The Dark Knight is a better filmed and produced picture. So, so okay. So, we've got so, one point for Terminator 2 on being one of the most iconic films of all time one point for dark knight on being a better film overall what is going to be our tiebreaker i think you sold it like the dark knight's a better film so that's what wins i think the dark knight has to take that number two spot so here we go number three evil dead two Number two, Okay. The Dark Knight. No, I think then we'll give Terminator 2 the number three spot. Evil Dead will get an honorable mention as number four. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Woo! Okay, here we go. Number three, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Correct. Number two, The Dark Knight. And number one, The Godfather, part, part two. Part two. 100%. 
I so, think this is a solid list. If you disagree, give us your list. We want to hear it. Wet Hot American Summer. We are in full-on summer season here in Toronto. The days are hot. Jay is hating every minute of it, and I'm basking in the glory of warmth. Summer is just a season that is trying to kill you. Disagree, that's winter. No, winter is just reminding you to stay nice and cozy inside. Summer is like, come, come join us in the inviting heat that will like just scorch your skin and then there's mosquitoes with malaria and there's all kinds of crap no that's trying to kill you. There's no malaria here. You know what? Summer is saying, why are you wearing so many clothes? Just wear a little less and enjoy yourself. Look, that may be great for you guys because you can wear those like awesome bikinis. But we have to still Nobody wear shorts. Nobody wears bikinis around town. We wear Whatever. dresses. Whatever. You can wear dresses. I still have shorts. to wear pants to work. You can wear a nice dress to work. Be all cool. I have to wear... I have to wear long pants. I've got to wear, like, my golf shirts that don't really breathe. <laughs> okay. So, wet, hot we're American getting off summer. Topic. So, we said we were going to watch the first episode of Wet, Hot American Summer that premiered on Netflix. But we also... Watch the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie or you haven't seen the show, remember there are spoilers in this section. We are going to spoil the crap out of this. So you may want to jump ahead. So I saw the movie first and then immediately jumped into the television show, which is the correct order of operations because of all the inside jokes. You have to you have to see the movie first. I saw the movie like six times. So we did it in movie club one time. It is so funny. And then you watch the show and like... Some of the because it's a prequel, the TV show that comes 15 years after the movie is actually a prequel, so it's hilarious. So, the movie is the last day of camp, the television show is the first day of camp, and the best part about it is you have the same cast 15 years later doing a prequel, and they got fat or old or whatever, and a lot of them stayed super hot. No, like Paul Rudd stayed super hot because he doesn't age. I What I think is one of my favorite things, though, is that all these people who are now 30s and 40s are playing 16, 17, 18-year-olds. And just to watch them do their impressions of what they feel like a 16, and 17, and 18-year-old <laughs> is, it's a gift. It's a gift that I hope that more movies start to cast people that are absurdly too old to play parts. I mean, yes, this is so much funnier because you have this absurdly old 40s dude who's playing a 16 year old i think it's amazing i loved it it's it's hilarious but let's talk about that first episode of wet hot american summer where you're reintroduced to all the people you already love from the movie okay question for you best entrance paul rudd 100 100 percent. i was dying laughing becky did not watch the movie we started watching the actual tv show and she's looking at me like a crazy person because I'm laughing so hard as Paul Rudd comes sailing in on that motorcycle. That like hair the total flip douche that he does. That he is. The hair flip is too much. He is such a douchebag. I love it so much. I'm so excited that I get to watch him get together with Katie throughout this episode, hopefully. At the end of summer, they will kiss. But now we, we have to deal with... We have to well, at the end Blake. of summer, they're totally dating. Blake is the best introduction well, ever. At the end of the summer. And also his name is Blake, which is like my Blake. And I, you know what? My Blake is kind of like that Blake. No, your Blake is way cooler than douchebag across the lake. I like to think of my Blake as like douchebag across the lake. Why? 
Because I love him and I can make fun of him like that. Oh my gosh. You guys just like live to make fun of each other. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you go forward in the series? Yeah, I've seen three episodes so far. Okay, so we didn't ask you to come along three episodes, but there are some great cameos coming up. What was your favorite part of that first episode? If you had to like track down a favorite part. I'm just going to say mine because you're waiting too long. 100% when Amy Poehler says to her class, and I know what you're all thinking, are we still together? The answer is yes. And I lost it. I was dying laughing. Again, Becky looking at me like I was a crazy person. But how awesome is it that Bradley Cooper hasn't come out of the closet yet and we're seeing him in this super awkward relationship with Amy Poehler? See, I have to say that I think my favorite part of the whole episode was just anything that Paul Rudd did, especially in absolutely and utterly hitting on Katie over and over and over again. Yeah, you were just really, really drawn by the fact that he was still able to do all those push-ups in front of her. I mean, the fact <laughs> that he did push-ups, I mean, come on. He, everything, he's just, I think this might be the funniest he's ever been. Ever. Uh, it, it's very possible, but I loved him in the movie. So so I think a lot of it is nostalgia driven from a film. Also, is this a one-off series or could there be a season two? Well, I mean, it's doing quite well on Netflix. There totally could be a season two, but... I mean, this is no cheap show to make. The cast is unbelievable. And I kind of feel like it may have just been a one-time thing. I, I think that there's gonna be a start of not mini series per se but one season shows where that's that you get awesome stars to do amazing things and then they can just walk away but these guys are off pals so i don't even know if they came back for the money i don't think that it was the money at all i think it was for the fun i think it was for the fun as well but obviously even for the fun they're probably not the cheapest no. I mean, Ant-Man would probably ask for a little bit more cash after doing Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next week, we are going to watch a, sh a movie I'm sure none of you have ever heard of. It's called Barely Lethal, and it is starring Samuel L. Jackson. It's a back-to-school spy show. She's got to hide her identity. Samuel Jackson's tracking her. And I don't know if it'll be good and I don't know if it'll be bad, but we'll have something to talk about next week. So join us and watch Barely Lethal. All right, that is it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. And thanks so much. We hope you really liked all of our new segments. They were actually a lot of fun for us. It was really fun. I kind of, maybe we were just getting too used to the, like, normal way of doing things. And I kind of like that who knows what you're going to be listening to from now on. You don't know, but Friends with Elephants is definitely going to be here. And so please send us suggestions if you have some ideas for segments that you want us to do. You can reach out to us at Facebook, Facebook forward slash Friends Elephants. Or FriendsElephants.com. Or FriendsWithElephants at Mail.com. Or catch us on Twitter. I'm at JesterJ. I'm at It's Savannah. And don't forget, please, please, please take just a couple minutes out of your day and rate us on SoundCloud or iTunes or however else you listen to us. Stop what you're doing right now and just make sure to write down a note or give yourself a reminder. You liked hearing us. I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to us on your phone, you could probably like 
rate us and listen to us right now. Right now. So just do it. Why are you waiting? My brain hurts. Wait, we need it out. We need it out. How are we going to get out? Here's the thing. We are literally sitting in front of a microphone that Ivana just bought that she's going to bring back because we forgot our equipment today. So we had to go and run out and get something. But we're like, there we're was not- a spider. I almost died. Oh God, I cannot even tell you. It disappeared somewhere into my car. I'm terrified to drive home. It makes no sense to me that you were literally in a mall parking lot. Looking through your car for a spider that may or may not have been there. You were like, I'm going to ask a stranger. They can come. What is going on with you and spiders? I needed to find the spider to ask a stranger to kill the spider in my car that might have been in my car. And I just don't know. This phobia is overtaking your life. (laughs) That's what a phobia is. No, you need to overcome this. Okay, our Reddit friend. When you become a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Dr. Earl. A doctor who is also a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Can you fix me too? Okay, so what do we yell? Finish! Da-da!